guys and welcome to Godly Girl Chats. Godly Girl Chats is a podcast designed to guide and inspire women wanting to navigate through life in a godly way. We tackle all sorts of topics and issues from a godly perspective. So tune in and it's great to have you. Hey guys and welcome back to Godly Girl Chats. I'm your host Karen Fahmy and it is so great to have you. I'm sorry it's been a while um, but I hope you can get a lot out of this episode. So 2024 is just around the corner um, and I'm so excited about what 2024 is going to bring and all the new and exciting things um, that we'll learn throughout the year and experience and I hope that we can continue to grow and learn together. Now today is the 29th of um, December so it's a few days before 2024. So I thought in this episode, we can talk a bit about 2024 resolutions. What are some things that we want to change? um, Things that um, we can reflect on from the year. And um, I feel like near the end of the year is the perfect time to really um, evaluate every part of our life, like what went well in our relationships, what went well in our um, looking after our health, what went well in our service, what went well with our family commitments and also reflect on what didn't go so well and how um, we can improve that and how we can work on that. So having some sort of vision board or even writing out, writing it out on a paper and um, just having an idea or a vision and some direction of what things we want to work on or what new projects we want to do or what things we want to change is so um, important um, so that we can go into 2024 with some direction. And it's always um, so good to reflect on your growth throughout the year and um, how you've changed and um, how you can continue to grow. I am a bit congested, um, so sorry if my voice doesn't sound um, as it normally does, but I hope that doesn't bother you too much. So. In this episode, we're just going to talk about um, building new and healthy habits, clearing our old habits, um, losing ties with unhealthy connections and prioritizing and taking our walk with God seriously and what that um, involves. And I think um, it's not talked enough about how we're called to walk with Christ, but um, walking with Christ is quite difficult and um, it, it's not a lie and it's not um, a secret that walking with God um, comes with its challenges and how do we deal with those challenges and um, what should we expect when we are trying to follow God. So um, these are kind of the kind of things we're going to talk about today. So without any more uh, blowing on, let's get straight into it. So um, the first thing, when we are following Christ and we want to take our walk with Christ seriously and we want that fresh start. We got to understand that we are going against what the world is teaching and what the world is teaching us is very different to what um, God is teaching us and what God wants for us. So it's um, very important for us as Christians to not uh, fall in love with things that the world teaches and fall for things that the world teaches that contradict what um, God teaches us. 
So um, there's a quote here that says, as a Christian intending to do God's will for my life, I don't subscribe to the whole do what makes you happy or if it makes you happy, go for it. Too many of happy things are rooted in the flesh and keep us from subjecting everything we do under Christ. So the world approaches life very differently and um, the world teaches us to indulge and, you know, be happy, do what makes you happy, um, care about yourself and, you know, be self-centered. And it literally trains us through the movies, through the ads, through social media. But that is very different from what we're called to do as Christians. So if I want to take my walk with Christ seriously, I need to be able to distinguish between um, what God teaches and what the world teaches and ask for God um, for discernment because not every advice or everything that someone tells me um, is beneficial for me. So um, there's five things Jesus did not say that I see a lot come up um, on Instagram. And um, these five things um, basically we're just going to contrast or they contrast what the world teaches compared to what God teaches. So the first one is follow your heart. Um, Jesus never said to follow your heart. He actually said to follow me. And the Bible tells us that our heart is deceitful. So in Jeremiah 17, 9 to 10, it says um, the heart is deceitful above all things. Um, um, The world tells us follow your heart, follow you know, follow your emotions, see how you feel and go with it. But our feelings fluctuate, um, our emotions fluctuate and change, and sometimes they cloud truth. So we're not called to follow our heart, which can be deceitful, um, but we're called to follow God's word and to follow him. Um, The world teaches us to be true to yourself. Jesus said, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny himself. Uh, which is not an easy thing to do. Um, And it's like um, when St. John said, um, he must increase and I must decrease. It's that that kind of the same concept of I want to become more like Christ and less like me. And I want to deny myself and uh, I want to live out um, Christ's truth. Um, The world tells us to believe in yourself. Jesus said to believe in me. Uh, number four is the world says live your truth and you you make the truth um, your version of the truth let it be what you want but Jesus said I am the truth and the last one is as long as you're happy do it Jesus said um, what profit um, a man if he gains a whole world and loses his soul so um, it's clear and I bring this up in a lot of the episodes because it's so important to not fall for what the world is teaching and what the world is um, training us. It's not only teaching us, but even since we're young, we're being trained to um, like believe these things that contradict what the Lord, um, you know, instructs us. And it's so important as Christians because we are called to be different and we're called to stand out and we're called to challenge these things that society um, except in a lot of times at work, especially uh, people make comments about things that um, contradict the word of God, or you get invited to things where um, you're being exposed to things that are inappropriate, or um, you're exposing your body or your mind or your eyes to um, things that are displeasing to God. And 
to people in the workplace they think you're strange and you think they think you're weird and they don't understand why aren't you like everyone else but um, that is a good thing to be challenged and it's a good thing when people ask you but like how come you're like this or like um, like why are you different or what why do you view things that way and it's always good for us to be ready to um, to give um, account for the hope that is in us and that's what we're called to do. Now following Christ as we said is not easy and um, at the start when we make that decision, like, I want to follow Christ, I don't want to be lukewarm and pick and choose what I want to follow and what commandments are too hard for me and I I can't let these things go. It's really hard and um, you're fighting against um, instincts and, like, and lust and uh, habits that you formed an attachment with and it's really hard to break those things. And um, it is normal for it to be hard, of course. And at the start, um, you force yourself to give these things up. It won't come naturally to you. But the more you give it up and um, the more you you fight against it and the more you pray to God for strength to overcome it, the easier it becomes. And it be- then it eventually becomes natural for you um, to not want to do that thing anymore. For example, listening to uh, music that's full of um, sexual things and swearing and violence. Um, If that was the music you listened to for years, giving that up is so hard. But when you get into the habit of not listening to it um, and then you you come back to try and listen to it or if you're exposed to it, it won't sound the same. It won't have that same um, attraction and you know, give you that same feeling it did before because the more you follow Christ and the more you fall in love with him um, and the deeper you go into your relationship with him, the things that satisfied you before won't satisfy you the same way and you won't view them the same way. And as you become more like Christ and you follow Christ more and more, um, those things you become more sensitive to those things. And when you are exposed to them, your spirit is more sensitive to them and um, you feel a sense of unease. So things that previously satisfied you, um, they give you like an ick now and they're like, oh, like how could I have listened to that? That sounds so dirty. That sounds so unclean. Like how did I expose uh, my spirit to that? So um, the other thing I want to mention is we cannot know God and uh, become friends with God without being changed. Like once you know God, like those old habits slowly and slowly, um, slowly and um, gradually, um, they become less and less um, important and they have, they have less and less grip onto you and they are much easier to let go of. Um, So There is a quote that goes, um, the closer you get to Christ, the more sinful you're going to feel. Everyone who's ever seen a true reflection of God is deeply convicted of their sin. Peter said, Lord, depart from me for I'm a sinful man. The fact that you're aware of your sin and feel guilty about it is a sign of spiritual life. 
And in 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. The old things passed away. Behold, new things have come. When we receive Jesus, he didn't just forgive our sins. He works in us and he changes us and we become a new creation and we become more sensitive to sin. We become more sensitive to darkness. Conversations we previously enjoyed with friends, they don't sound um, satisfying and fulfilling because they're not in line with Christ. And it's like, before I knew Christ, I was doing my will, whatever I wanted. But the more we fall in love with Christ and the more we follow Christ, naturally our desires and our will will become more aligned with Christ's will for my life. And I realize that everything outside God's will, everything um, that's outside of what he wants for me is not satisfying and is not as good and as fulfilling as anything compared to what he has for me and his will for my life. And naturally, as I um, form that bond and that friendship with the Lord and I come to know him more and more, um, my will will naturally align with his. And it's the most beautiful thing when we have a heart after the Lord and um, what he wants for us um, and for other people is in line for what um, we want for ourselves and what we want to do for other people. And when we have that same will with God and we we want um, salvation for everyone, we want everyone to be saved and everyone to come to know him, uh, we we are then fired up to tell people about God and we're fired up to share that love that God pours into us, into other people. And it inspires us to encourage our friends to change the conversations we're having, um, they're having, to change the, the habits they're doing. And it causes a dominant effect and it starts by us looking, um, taking care of our personal relationship with God and taking care of our walk with Christ and um, in that way, we can also help our friends and influence our friends and family. So um, I've just written here, um, I cannot say that I love God and I'm a Christian and I'm a follower of God and do whatever I want. Um, we cannot fool ourselves to think uh, we're following Christ and make up our own rules. It's like with the commandments, they're meant to be taken as a package. I don't pick and choose what's easy for me and what is too hard for me to let go of. You know, the commandments are there to be followed as a whole. I need to offer my whole life up to God and not be lukewarm. Um, so that's why we've got to pray. Like everyone's got a sin that is gripping onto them. It's really hard for them to let go of, and it's different for everyone. Um, but there is great blessings, and the Lord really blesses us when we give up those things that are the hardest for us to give give up and deep down we all know what's that one sin that i you know i enjoy doing or that i really find hard to let go of um but um god won't leave you when you're struggling god won't leave you and when he sees you struggling and trying to give up something that is getting in the way between you and him and something that's hard for you or something that you enjoy um, and you're giving that up for him, he will bless you and, and bless your life. And you'll see, you'll see that in your life. You'll see the fruits of your life. Um, it might not necessarily be um, a career or work, or it could be your, your career work, or it could be your family, or it could be something spiritual. It doesn't have to be materialistic. 
but you'll see the blessing in different ways. It will it will show in different ways the blessing that God will bestow upon you when you give up um, something that was hard for you to give up for him. So um, when we spend time with God in his presence, we, we will um, become more and more like him. It's like when you spend more time with a particular person, you um, take on and you start adapting their manner- mannerisms and how they are. And if we want to become more Christ-like and more in line with God's will, how do we how do we know God's will for our life? How do we become more like Christ? How do we develop good habits? Um, it all starts with spending time with him. If we want to become more like him and get to know him and get to know what he wants for my life, it's not a secret. That's by spending time with him. And if I know that I'm close to God and if I know that I'm spending time, then I'm not worried about my life. Like, when I feel distant from God, it's alarm bells ringing like, I don't know what he wants for me and it's distressing me and it causes me stress when I don't know what God wants for my life. Like, do I make this decision or that decision? But when you are sticking to God, what whether you pick this decision or that decision, this career, that career, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter because I know that I'm following God so everything will work out for my good. Like, I know I'm in his hands. If I'm sticking to him, I'm not stressed and worried about my life. But it's like when I feel distant from God and I feel like um, I'm not connected to him, then that causes me the most worry. So if we want to know what God's will for our life and we want to follow him and we want to fight bad habits and let go of bad habits, um, the best way to do it is to spend time with him, spend time with his word and uh, pray, pray about his word and pray to God to help you not only um, like not only understand his word but also be able to apply it to our life like take it not only take it in but have it um, ingrained into our hearts and then reflected in our actions and our every day-to-day life so um, the other thing is when we spend time with him we start adapting his characteristics and we become more like him. And one of the big, uh, biggest things is he fills us with his grace and he fills us with his love and he pours into us so that we can pour into others. And the more um, we spend time with God, the more you're going to love others. So if I have an issue where I'm impatient with people, I get angry, I'm lacking love um, when it comes to people or I'm jealous I'm envious of people. What's the solution? Spend time with God. When we spend time with God, he'll fill our hearts with that same love that he has. And then we can pour that love into other people. So there's a quote by Leah McLean. And it goes like, the more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you fall in love with life. The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you're able to love others. The more you fall in love with Jesus, the more you'll see him, even in the little areas of your life. Set your love for Jesus as a foundation and realize now that the Son of God is involved. There's no cracking that foundation. So um, placing our life on the foundation of Christ, it's the the most secure Um, your life can be it's the most secure thing you can place your life on is on Christ Jesus and you'll see how when you make Christ the foundation of your life that will have um, a trickle effect on every aspect of your life and it'll transform every aspect of your life and everything just becomes better now we're not saying that once you follow Christ life will be easy Jesus never said 
that this life on earth will be easy. And he never said that following him will be easy. He literally tells us that in this world, you'll have tribulations, but be of good cheer, I've overcome um, the world. And he said, when you go through deep waters, I'll be with you. So we are going through trials and tribulations and the devil is going to challenge us in, in our walk with Christ in every part. And he's going to try to break it down. He's going to try to break up uh, our family when we're putting in effort with our families and trying to serve our families. He's going to try to um, impact our friends and turn us on onto each other. And it's when we're trying to grow in our relationship with God and growing and loving others, the devil that's a that's a um a threat to him and he's going to try get in the way of that and walking with Christ is not easy but it is the best thing you can do in your life is to walk with him the rewards and the blessings we get despite our circumstance despite the tribulation when you're walking with Christ that peace um you, that God gives us does not compare to anything in the world and when you're walking with Christ and you have that peace it doesn't matter what's going around you it doesn't matter what someone says to you um if it's something offensive it doesn't matter to you the way you react to things changes the way you deal with people changes um you're not as offended um like any sense of like arrogance and like wanting to retaliate and defend your name and defend it doesn't matter. Someone doesn't pay you back the $5 or $6 or whatever. It doesn't matter. The small trivial things in the world don't matter anymore. And um, you start not sweating um, the small stuff. You don't stress about the small stuff anymore. Um, the way you look at things, the way you look at um, things of this world, materialism, things that uh, are expensive that, you know, it breaks or it gets lost, um, before knowing Christ, it would have like destroyed you. But when you know Christ and you have that peace, like all these things that are temporary of the world, they don't matter to you. And it's like, yes, you can be upset about it for a little bit, but like it doesn't like give you great depression and you feel like your whole life is ruined. So it's like when I know Christ and when I start to become more like him, when I'm following him, um, everything in my life changes um, in the best way. It doesn't mean my circumstances will become better. Um, we will have tribulations and hardships, but the way you deal with those hardships and your um, outlook on them and the way you handle them with God um, completely changes for the better. So uh, I've written here, following him requires bravery, bravery, but it is the best decision you will ever make and worth every trial. So um, there's a quote by Ashley Morgan, Jackson, who I absolutely adore. I love her Instagram. Please follow her. Um, and she's written this quote. Um, no one talks about how absolutely terrifying it can be to follow the Lord. God is often asking us to go where we've never been, believe for what we've never seen, and to act in faith in front of everyone from whom we want approval. Following God will demand trying and many times falling short. He never promised we would never fail but he would never fail us. It requires getting back up and trying again because we know failure isn't final. It's the fastest way to learn. God tells us that without faith, it's impossible to please him. But while it's easy to sing or read about, it's incredibly difficult to do. How many times uh, are we willing to look like a fool, to be humiliated, um, to move, to stay, to speak, or remain silent in order to obey him? It will never feel easy to be brave. So if you're out here feeling the weight of God asking uh, of what God's asking of you, he's 
to walking by faith and seeing God um, to do what only he can through your obedience, no matter what it costs you. So that beautifully summarizes your walk with God. Our walk with God, it is challenging. It asks us to have faith. It asks us to sacrifice. It asks us to um, sometimes not defend ourselves, sometimes um, let the other person get away with things. Sometimes it asks us to, um, you know, instead of putting our foot ground to, to just let it be and just be humble about it and not try and defend yourself and not try and seek revenge. Um, but it's so worthwhile and it's the most beautiful relationship and beautiful walk and beautiful thing you can have is to walk with Christ and to experience heaven on earth and get to know him now, get to know him when you're on earth and live our life for him um, in, you know, in an attempt to try and repay him, even though we won't ever be able to repay him for giving up his life for us. And then continuing that beautiful relationship and friendship with him in heaven. It's the most uh, beautiful thing. And it's like, how blessed and lucky are we that God, God Almighty wants that intimate relationship with each and every one of us and he wants to be there for us and he wants us to trust him and he wants us to have faith. How beautiful is that? Like God, God, um, God Almighty wants to have that relationship with us and wants us to trust him. He wants to have our life sorted. He wants to lead our life, um, but we just got to let him. We got to let God be the Lord of our life. We can say I'm a Christian, I'm a follower, but if we don't make God the Lord of our life and actually obey him and actually let him lead and actually submit to him and um, submit to him, not only when we can see what he's about to do, but when we can't see what he's about to do. It is so important for us to trust him when we can't see what he's doing. And we just got to trust and have faith that he's working in the background of our life. It is so easy to um, obey him and follow him when we know what's going to happen. And when we can see the fruit or the plan that he's, um, you know, planning for us. But God calls us a lot of the time to trust him and have faith when we can't see what's happening. But we got to have faith that he's working in the background and pulling all the pieces and pulling all the strings and making everything fall into place and organizing everything um, for us. We just got to trust that he has it figured out. And as long as we are sticking to him, everything will work out um, for our good and he's got our back. So um, I really encourage you as we're entering 2024, let's take our walk with Christ seriously. Let's take our relationship with Christ seriously and not be lukewarm Christians where I'm good in this, this and this part, but swearing I can't give up. Or I'm good this and this part, but this uh, friendship that I know is not good for my walk with Christ, I'm holding onto it. And I feel like 2024 um, or it's like um, always looking at the next year or the new year, we're like, what do I want to leave behind in the year uh, before? What do I want, what baggage in my life do I want to let go of and leave in 2023? And what things do I want to take on to 2024? It's so important to assess um, our friendships, our relationships, our, um, you know, the environments we spend time in, what we're watching, the music and every aspect of our life and 
decide what do I want to take with me in the new year and what do I want to leave behind and um, what is the plan and what is going to be the focus for the new year. Um, So I pray that each and every one of us has a, a blessed year with the Lord in 2024 and we continue to grow um, closer to the Lord in 2024. Thank you so much, guys. Hopefully um, I will be more consistent in uploading. It's been a crazy end of the year, uh, but I have quite a few ideas coming up for 2024 and I don't want to make any promises I can't fulfill, but if the Lord wills, if the Lord wills, um, maybe um, we can have a guest or two come on and explore more and more topics. Um, and with that, I leave you and I hope you have a amazing and blessed 2024. And I'll see you guys later. I hope you thoroughly enjoyed today's episode. Make sure to connect on Instagram with all your thoughts and questions at godlygirlchats underscore podcast by care and until the next episode stay blessed